Hey everyone, it's Furious George. I know you're excited to listen to this episode 81 of Frustration Nation. But before you do, I just want to make you sure that you're aware of the big promotion we have going on. Uh, right now, you guys all are all aware that March Madness is very close to being upon us. Uh, and there are still a couple weeks left before then. And we have a special March Madness bundle that we would like to give away to you. So please go visit our Twitter at RealFNPodcast or our Facebook page, which is also Frustration Nation Podcast there. And there you'll be able to find out some more details. But basically, you need to go enter your email through the link FrustrationNation.ShootYourShotSports.com. You'll be sent uh, a little brochure newsletter. It's really cool. There's a link to an exclusive group you can be a part of. And you can also get a discount for our merch. And here's the prize you can win. If you are selected after we randomly you know, sift through emails, you will win a really cool shirt that I designed that says Beers brackets basketball galactica inspired by dwight from the office and of course dealing with march madness you can see a picture of that on uh, on social media and you will also get a 25 dollar grubhub gift card so basically if you would like uh if you like to wear clothes and if you like food this is a promotion you should take part in uh, especially if you're a listener of this show so please 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 Go sign up. We'll put a link for the promotion in the description of this episode as well. Uh, so go sign up so you can be a part of this really cool promotion. Win the t-shirt, win the Grubhub, um, and be a part of a lot of other cool stuff too. Uh, we look forward to having you. All right, man, the Michigan Hat. So we have to look at who our winner is for the first week of our March Madness Bundle giveaway promotion. Okay. So drum roll, please. Draw a name out of the Michigan hat. <laughs> yes, out of, especially the Michigan hat, yes. And this is kind of a silly drum roll because Richie already pulled the name for us. Uh, it's ceremonial. <laughs> Respect the drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, yeah, right. Um, but congratulations, Bernie R. Yes! So Ber- my, No, is it Bernie Like a French pronunciation? Bernie. And maybe B-E-R-N-I-E-R. Bernie R. So, yeah. Social Security <laughs> is four two six seven eight nine zero six five. Yep. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. yeah just thank to, you, just to verify our our winner. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie. It could hmm. also be Bernier. Like I'm Bernier. Bernier than you are. Yeah. Hmm. Like an adjective. I'm the Bernier. And I'm the Berniest. <laughs> the Berniest Bernier. <laughs> so the question is: Is this guy? Is this person's name Bernie or? Mm. Are they a fan of Bernie Sanders? Hmm. Like, is that one of his followers, a Bernier? I haven't heard that. Mm. It could be. All I know is feel the burn. <laughs> feel the Bernier. <laughs> and I am once again asking for your support. <laughs> and the gloves. <laughs> yeah, the actually mids. a lot of yeah. Bernie Sanders memes. Yeah. Your uh, your uh, Twitter cover photo or whatever still is right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it, where is Bernie from? uh vermont i think dang it because if he was from rhode island bernie r could be bernie <gasps> rhode island wow what if this bernie sanders burner bernier account whoa <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> well bernie i'd like to take this moment to tell you that we are once again asking for your support 
And if you'd like to contribute to our Patreon. After he just won our prize, we're already asking him for money. <laughs> no, this is only if it's Bernie Sanders, because he oh, can right. afford it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that you, Bernie, are can't afford it, because I'm sure you can. Yeah. But I'm not going to ask you to unless you are Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. We know it's definitely not Bernie Mac. No. But yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. But uh, so and uh, uh, Bernie, I, I really appreciate you entering the contest, uh, but maybe update your technology a little bit. I see you have a Hotmail account. <laughs> oh, because, <what? laughs> uh, OK, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. you know, when you you know, when you take your take the uh, the uh, advertisements from your mail and you just light them on fire. Yeah. Hotmail. Hotmail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, uh, yeah, like when you, before the age of sexting, back when you had to send your illicit pictures through the USPS, uh, they had a word for that too called uh, Hotmail. Yeah. I heard Brett Favre did that regularly. Mm, he did. Yeah. Brett Favre. And then he followed oh, it up once sexting came about. A yeah. well known Hotmail. Yes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, hey, like we won't be too hard on you, Bernie R. Like it might still just be linked to his fax machine. So that's that, true. That that could that's just true. be for convenience. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, listeners, fax number is four five seven six seven eight nine zero one two. Yeah, thank you. You can fax Bernie R. at any time, and of course, take advantage of his social security number that we read off. Um, you know. But Bernie, we're so happy that you won our prize. Yep. Um, you can expect an email from our producer Richie. Uh, I think he said he's going to send it out uh, today when you're listening to this. So that's Tuesday, and uh, I'm assuming it'll be in the mail not too long after. So, Bernie the R. Mail. Yeah, <laughs> Bernie R. Way to go! You will be a. Uh, I mean, I'm a, if you are a dude, you will be a hot male in that mm. shirt. Otherwise, you'll be a hot female. Or a hot LGBTQ plus. Yeah. So thank yep. you so much for participating, Bernie R. And uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. This one's for you. Welcome to Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. We are the FN Podcast for FN fans of FN sports teams. Every episode, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host, a Detroit fan, the man in the Michigan hat, and I'm here with my miserable co-host and Chicago fan, Furious George. Furious, what do we have going on today? Well, it's official. Russell Wilson is going to be another quarterback Bears fans speculate about. Mm. Michigan basketball continues to make a joke of the Big Ten. <laughs> Definitely not that way in football. Patrick Kane <coughs> hits a major milestone, and we finally get a little bit of baseball. But before we do any of that, let's get into our vent sesh. So I want to go first, so that's all right with you. Yep. So this relates to if any of you are, if any of our listeners also enjoy watching the uh, scorecast on Wednesdays. I was not there this past Wednesday. I was in, in the comments a little bit because I was able to kind of 
keep an eye out for my phone, but I was having some car problems. I, I have a church event I go to on Wednesday nights, and basically on the way to church, it was starting to be kind of weird. Like, I was feeling the transmission kind of like slipping a little bit, and I mean, basically, it like it like fully went out. Like, I had to pull over to I got to like the side street of our church, and I pulled over. We weren't quite to the church yet, and I had I started the I had to turn it off, start it again, just to get it enough momentum out of it to get to the church parking lot. Um, but it, it was it was it was done. It it was done. Hmm. so anyway thursday i got it towed uh to a place that was recommended to me and they checked it out and on friday uh morning i got a call and the guy was just like hey good news it's it was just low on fluid wow yeah i was like, okay cool awesome well so i pick it up and then later on friday night i was driving it to my parents house and it's just it's just still slipping. The transmission's still slipping. It's, it's hmm. totally like I. It's not like I can't get to my destination. Right. Like the clearly the fluid is no longer a problem because mm-hmm. the the engine light is not on, and I can get to my destination. Right. But anytime I'm accelerating and it's shifting gears, I can feel it shifting mm-hmm. gears, which. Unless you're driving a car from like the 30s, should not be the case. Mm, a hot <laughs> um, mail car, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a hot mail car, um, yeah, not Hot Wheels, hot mail, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, for me and, and the place that I got it from, I really trust them, so I know it wasn't like they didn't do a good good enough job or anything. Mm-hmm. It might have just been something where maybe there's an additional problem that maybe they didn't see or we're assuming wasn't there because the fluid was Mm -hmm. the apparent issue. I'm not really sure, but they were closed over the weekend. So then I had to wait until today, Monday when we're recording this. Um, fortunately Mondays I'm, I work remotely. So I was able to take my lunch break and run it over. He had this like additive he put in it. That's supposed to help Hmm. like loosen parts of it up or something. I don't know. But it, I, I was driving it some more tonight, and it's still just, it's still uh, slipping when I'm accelerating. Hmm. Again, it's it's way different than when it first happened. Like when it first happened, I could not drive. I, right. I couldn't. Yep. I had to leave my car at the church, and my mm-hmm. wife came and picked me up um, on Wednesday night. But I can drive this. It's just, it's slipping all the time. And normally, to be honest, I would be like, not a big deal. Like, it'll be fine. It's just not the most comfortable ride, mm-hmm. but we are hoping or we are planning uh, during spring break to go to the Sunshine State, Oh and yeah. that's a pretty hefty drive, mm-hmm. and I we are obviously planning on taking this minivan, and we're really hoping... Hmm. that we can get this resolved beforehand so yep. it's just it's just really frustrating when you get any car problems that you don't know what the deal is yep. um, i'm remaining hopeful that it's gonna be a fairly affordable fix because um the engine light is still not on right. the transmission clearly works it's like not shot because mm-hmm. if it was shot i would have had to get a new one or rebuilt one yeah um i'm just wondering if there's 
something wrong with how the fluid gets injected into the transmission or mm-hmm. um, I was reading something about solenoids, which is part of that process. I'm not really sure, but uh, that's my, uh, it's my vent mainly because car stuff listeners, there is nothing that gives me more anxiety yep. in my life than car stuff. Car stuff freaks me out. Um, yeah. That's right. So that's my vent. And car stuff's one of those. Me. Yeah, car stuff's one of those things too, where it's like it is so stressful that it make it compounds the stress of everything else going on in your life. Like whenever yeah, you, you get car stuff, like it makes your work more stressful. Like it seems like it always coincides with other issues. Like it's just car stuff is always at the worst times, and yeah, it's that's no fun. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy. When I come home from work, I enjoy kind of like just kind of taking in that drive, sometimes play a podcast or music or just the radio yep. and just kind of enjoy the drive. But when it's with when you know your car has an issue of some sort, mm-hmm. you're worried at every turn of the wheel that it could be the last one before it breaks down, you know? Yeah, not so, fun. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I think it'll get resolved this week. I'm, I'm po- being positive about that. The question at this point is more of just what is it that's wrong and how much will it cost to repair? Yeah. My hunch is that the part itself won't be expensive to repair, but the labor to get into the transmission is probably what will be more costly. Depending so, on what it is, yeah. Yeah, so I just got to wait and see. Huh. Well, yeah, keep us updated. Yeah, Yeah. That's... so I have a legit, like a legit vent sash with that one. <laughs> yeah, like a one that... <laughs> Yeah, pertains oh, to my life. <laughs> yeah, outside of sports. So, yes. uh, okay, mine is just a sport. Unless you one, consider so. NASCAR a sport. <laughs> Technically. So, mine, obviously, <laughs> with that in mind, is just sports related. So, it's not a huge issue to my life, <laughs> but it is something annoying that came up this week. And it's Tom Izzo which if you're a listener who doesn't know a ton about college basketball or I know you follow college basketball, but you not super closely. Um, so I don't know how much you know about him specifically, but he's the longtime coach of at Michigan state. Um, and this week he decided he was going to spend some time after the Maryland game bitching about how the net rankings work, which is the selection process that's been put into place. Like the computer model that determines which teams make, uh, March Madness, the tournament. So let me just give some background. I obviously, I'm a Michigan fan. I hate Michigan State. I can't stand Tom Izzo, but it's out like a respectful thing. Like I can't stand him because he's been so good for so long. And I have to acknowledge that he's one of the best coaches in the past of this like generation of teams. You know, you've got like him, Coach K, like there's iconic coaches and he's one of those guys. But this... After the Maryland game, he had some quotes that I think were super soft, super pathetic, and super beneath what you should be saying if you're a coach at that level who's been around for this long. So this is after the Maryland game. Again, Michigan State was coming off a couple of really impressive wins against Ohio State and Illinois. They've been having a really bad season. People were saying that these wins could elevate them back into the conversation to make the tournament. Um, So that's kind of the way they were thinking and hoping. And then they go out and get blown out by Maryland. So he says this in the post-game press conference. He says, quote, disappointing that we started the way we did, talking about the game against Maryland, but also disappointing they finished the way they did because it looks like a blowout. 
But if they, Maryland, think that the net is the thing to do and it makes a difference, but I disagree with that. But hey, we didn't do our job. We didn't win the game. The situation hasn't changed. So basically there he said, basically, this isn't the main part of what I took issue with, but he's complaining a little bit that Maryland, what he said he thought was running up the score to make it look like a blowout, which it's not like Maryland. Basketball is funny because it's one of those things, unless you're like 20 seconds left, you're able to just dribble the ball out and you go down and yeah shoot up a three it's not like you're running the score up you still have a shot clock you have to take a shot yeah like, it's not the kind of thing with three minutes left you're gonna do the math and say hey let's just take three shot clock violations in a row like teams just don't do that you still shoot the ball so that was kind of weak kind of soft then later in that presser he says quote i'm a little upset about the net thing because everyone keeps bringing up the net thing meaning Basically, the way the system works is margin of victory, um, strength of schedule, things like that determine Just like your resume. Football, yeah, it determines your resume. And so if you lose by a certain number of points or win by a certain number of points against teams that are either good or bad, according to this model, all those go into the computer and generate is your resume a NCAA tournament resume. So basically, he's upset because Maryland winning by like 15 instead of seven or eight makes a difference. Um, he then, he complained about the Notre Dame game. Uh, he, well, he, he cites that where um, Michigan state puts subs in and does instead of running up the score at the end of the game, he said, he calls it quote in a way that it seems like the goal is to get guys fired. Basically saying the reason I don't do that, to opponents is because I don't want to make them look bad. I don't want to try to get guys fired. Like he thinks it's dishonorable to, to, to win by a big margin. Then he makes a dig at big 12 football and he points out the NCAA. He says, quote, weren't they supposed to get rid of that crap when football back when football was Oklahoma beating people 88 to nothing. So there he's complaining again saying, um, yeah, like teams are artificially inflating their resumes by winning games and blowouts. Come on, man. Like to me, this is just one of the softest, weakest, most pathetic, whiny, bitchy things you can say as a coach of a proud team and like a guy who's made the tournament 20 years in a row is going to go down to one of the best coaches of our generation. Again, all due respect to him. This isn't something you can complain about. Like this just comes across as your focus is in the wrong place. You're complaining about it, it just makes your pro, your whole program look bad. Why are you worried about the margin of this game that you clearly lost? Like, you know, you, you wouldn't even need to have this conversation if you took care of biz, business and won the games you're supposed to. Don't get blown out by 30 points to Rutgers, and then maybe you're not in this position. You know, like, why you are you bringing talk up about games against Rutgers? <laughs> right. Well, but like, <laughs> Michigan deserves criticism for that, but like, I, he doesn't want to take, you know, like, why are you bringing uh, up the Notre Dame game from like months ago before conference play even started as like, that's your one example of, see, that's a game we could have run the score up and we didn't like, maybe you should have like <laughs> you're like, whether it's for the net rankings or not, you're also recruiting. Like you want to put a good prod, like you're playing a game, you're playing for the fans. You're doing this for the players and the recruits go out and score like, and it's convenient now to say I could have run the score up. I'm not going to coach in a way that seems like it's trying to get guys fired at the time though. 
you did all you did was what other people do. You pull starters with like two minutes left. It's not like you let a thirty point lead dwindle down to five points. Right? He's overstating yeah. that to make himself look better, and it just comes across as super soft to me. You know, I you know last week I excused my um, <clears throat> my. Uh, questionable remarks. Uh, I excused it with the amount of alcohol I drank. Perhaps, perhaps Tom Izzo can excuse some of this with uh, his um, senile mm. nature. How old is this man? Uh, I don't know. He's up there. He's in his seventies. How, how old is he in terms of quantity of brain cells left? <laughs> yeah, the the number of years might exceed the number of brain cells. <laughs> He's old enough to know better. Let's just say that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Honestly, your and remarks was, on the last episode were not, more excusable. <laughs> I was not near. I was not even honestly buzzed to <laughs> make excuses for those remarks. Yeah. So just but yeah, uh, Fro- Freudian slip in it. <laughs> it was just one big, long, drawn-out, ten-minute Freudian slip. <laughs> Didn't mean to say that's what. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so yeah, right. that that's my my vent sesh is Tom Izzo. Well, let's jump into our topics because there's a lot to talk about. Um, starting with the NFL and the Chicago Bears. Um, I know that you have strong feelings about this because we kind of went back and forth on twitter and in our, our messages too about this but mm-hmm. there are a lot of rumors from last week and carrying over into this week about russell wilson who has the report was that he would like to stay in seattle mm-hmm. but if he if he needs to demand a trade because he has no trade clauses choices would be dallas um the bears the saints or the raiders Mm -hmm. so bears fans are crazy right now because you have an elite quarterback who like many people consider russ wilson top five in the league and you have a top five elite quarterback who has listed your team as one of the four that he would allow a trade to Mm -hmm. uh because again he has a no trade clause that is significant. I know you feel otherwise, but <laughs> yeah. we can get into that in a second. Um, right. So based on a lot of – again, a lot of this is speculation, and so it's hard to say. And the new league year doesn't even start until March 17th, so there's still two weeks until like any conversation can kind of ha- happen because mm-hmm. until then it's considered tampering. Um, right. So in any case, from my understanding – a lot of people are speculating that this leak about him wanting to stay in Seattle but wanting to if he was to be traded it'd be this to these teams many people have said this leak is basically him saying I want out mm-hmm. and even though he says I want to stay in Seattle a lot of people have said that's basically a pleasantry like you know mm-hmm. of course he's going yeah. to say that but by him leaking like he didn't just say, but I might de- he might I might demand a trade. He listed four specific teams to be traded to. Like that is a good point. Yeah, he's clearly thought it through. He has plans, and this is coming straight from his agent. Um, right. So it, it's it's there is some validity to it, and mm-hmm. I strongly think that this is the this is I think this is the strongest lead 
that we've had on a quarterback this offseason for the Bears. And I know what you're about to say because we talked about it, and I'll let you rant about it in a second. Mm-hmm. I know you're sick of Bears Twitter <laughs> since you're kind of pulled into it because of me. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like, th- I, I, I'm telling you, between all of the other speculation, whether it's Sam Darnold or Jimmy Garoppolo or Carson Wentz or even Deshaun Watson or Matthew Stafford back when it was when he was available, yeah. this to me is the most legitimate sh- rumor for the Bears. So what are your thoughts on all this? Well, I, I agree with that because his name's actually been put out there and not just by like anonymous sources, but by his agent, you know? So yeah. And Schefter and Rappaport and right, right. So Pelicero. I do. I agree with that. The what I would say though is, and I've kind of softened on this. Like I was very frustrated <laughs> when we had talked about it. I still would say, like, yes, even though this is the most tangible thing, it's still super intangible. Um, a guy who, like, my view on this is, yes, like the fact that those specific teams have been put out there does mean that this is more serious than just maybe he would go like there's clearly issues there but i think it's more likely he's trying to strong arm strong arm the team into like a contract restructure or forcing them to get offensive linemen and free agency like something like that i still would lean that way my frustration was like firstly i think he's probably gonna stay with seattle secondly even if he does leave the bears were listed as one of four options and so if bears fans want to be like hey which I, i think you have had more this view which i don't have a problem with like hey that's interesting like something to keep an eye on kind of thing but bears fans who were like yeah <laughs> had that shorts tightening like i can't believe this is happening are the bears going to the super bowl like that's what frustrates me a little bit where it's like nothing official where and not only has nothing official been said it's not even official that he's going to any of those four teams you know so like i what i am fine with is the like Let's see what happens. This is like something tangible that mentions the Bears. Like you said, maybe the first lead on a free agent guy that we've really had this offseason for the Bears. Like, I'm fine with that. I just get a little frustrated with the, like, the overreactions as far as not only now do the Bears have Russell Wilson, but now let's talk about like, hey, are we going to have Allen Robinson back because now we clearly have Russell Wilson. Like, you start going down the whole, like – now it's just assumed the Bears have him. I don't know. And you're gonna get that with any fan base on Twitter. Like it's just yeah. that's my more of my frustration is like the overreactions to it, you know. I'm so. not at the point where I'm like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl because we don't even have we have Nick Foles right now and that's it, right? I'm not at that point, but yeah. I am I am at full meatball mode where I am like <laughs> look I'm I, right now I'm in the mode where I'm looking for any shred of anything which i get that yeah that can imply that maybe this is going to happen and like one of those there's was a report i'm trying to remember i think it was dan graziano i think it maybe it's a reliable source who basically reported that the cowboys are planning to extend dak prescott and are planning to not move on from him there's been a lot of reports that that the Raiders really are happy with Derek Carr. And if that's the case, then you're down to now just the Bears and the Saints. And the Saints yep. are in a worse cap hell than the Bears are, actually. Because Yeah, the, the Saints, Saints never made sense to me, really. 
Like, the Saints backloaded so much yeah. uh, of their big players' contracts. Thomas, Kamara, like, yeah. You just extended Kamara. Yeah, it's... I think you can make an I think you can make an argument equally for the Bears as you can for the Saints. Yeah. So if it's true that the Cowboys and Raiders really would be quote unquote out, I highly doubt that anyone would truly be out for Russell Wilson. But if they're less interested, it would probably mean they're willing to give up less than the Bears. So the Bears like, offer might be the best on the table, right? That's intriguing to me. And speaking of that. There's been there was a video today from I think uh, I think it was NFL Network, a bunch of like of the fa- the faces you recognize. Lewis Riddick was on there. I don't remember who it was that was speaking here, but mm-hmm. he basically was he he t- the words he said were very interesting, um, and he was talking about Deshaun Watson. And there was a, an article earlier this week from John McClain, who's the like main writer and Twitter guy for news about the Texans and Mm -hmm. his article, he basically said, it's time, it's time to trade Deshaun Watson. And his reasoning for it was because the longer you wait, like the less you're going to get, you want to try to get this done before the draft so you can get some immediate stuff back. Um, And now that Russell Wilson is in the picture, that is a big deal. And so this guy was basically suggesting he was he was saying right now he said the Bears he basically identified the Bears as a team that needs a quarterback the most. And also a bear the Bears as a team that has a history of overpaying for guys the most. And so basically he was positing that it wouldn't be a surprise to him if the Bears have called and have the best offer on the table. And he was saying, What if the Bears make a deal with Seattle? before Houston does and then Houston never gets a a deal as good as the Bears like basically mm. he was saying the Russell Wilson situation is almost a a on an automatic win for a team like the Bears because now it gives you one or the other maybe yeah yeah it gives you two options you you now have a little bit of leverage where now you can just like how the Eagles were claiming oh the bears are offering this much even though the bears right. never offered anything now yeah. because there's two quarterbacks as the bears you can be like well seattle's only asking for this much for russell wilson so our offer for deshaun watson's pretty generous mm-hmm. or vice versa so the whole situation to me has gotten way more interesting i also have a stra- a weird feeling that both wilson and watson are going to be on the trading block sooner than I think people realize. I think when the Watson speculation first started, a lot of people were like, yeah, well, this probably won't happen until training camp when he starts not showing up to practices. Mm -hmm. And just based on, because Russell Wilson's now in the mix, I really think that this, like a lot of this quarterback carousel could all start falling into place before the draft. Because again, you are, the Texans and the Seahawks are basically racing for the best offer. Um, I would say Watson should get more for the Texans than Russell Wilson does for the Seahawks just because of their ages. Right. But Wilson's accomplished a lot more too. So anyway, there's my long-winded thing here about basically I'm being very optimistic right now. The mm-hmm. Bears are probably going to end up with Alex Smith and Nick Foles, and it's going to be a horrible year. But I'm going to stay optimistic while I can that Russell Wilson and 
uh, Deshaun Watson will potentially be on my team, and uh, I'm going to enjoy wearing my little Chicago Bears tinfoil hat. <laughs> Which, as a fan, that's what you're going to do. So, yeah. Yeah. I get that. So, I, but I mean, I don't care. If you want to disagree <clears throat> with me and roast me, that's fine because I get it. I get why it would be annoying. For, like, I was annoyed. And we'll talk about this later, but I was annoyed by all the Packers fans who were like, oh, J.J. Watt's going to come to the Packers because he's from Wisconsin and yeah, yeah. all this stuff. It, that's, so. that's what rubs me the wrong way in that kind of vein, you know, like, which when you're a fan of the team is completely different, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, like that's what rubs me the wrong way is like the, did you know Russell Wilson once visited Chicago and he left <laughs> a five-star review on a hot dog stand, which means he clearly wants to be here. It's like... It's that kind of thing that's just Okay, like, <laughs> yeah. When I said I'm looking for anything that can mean he's possibly coming here, that kind of stuff I chuckle at. Yeah, right. Um, and I think most people are being sarcastic about. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But, when, but more, when I say I'm looking for any shred of anything that can mean he's maybe coming here, mm-hmm. I mean more of this NFL Network discussion I was just bringing up, how right. basically now the Texans in Seattle are playing chicken um, about who's gonna, who, which quarterback is going to go first. Which that uh, part is interesting. And really this all relates to the whole conversation of like how much of this is real and how much is BS. Because like yeah. the whole thing with, you know, Wentz where Bears fans are all upset and I, I get the frustration because it looked like a really bad sign that the Bears were like the highest offer and super in on Wentz. And then it turned out the whole thing was BS. And then you start thinking like, okay, whenever you see a headline or a story, who's driving that? Is it the player yep. and his agents? Because if Russell Wilson is unhappy with his current O-line situation in Seattle, this whole thing could just be driven by his agents and stuff to try to strong-arm the team, uh, just get his name in the news. Like, Well, with with th- that comment, I it just fits too perfectly. I'm going to bring in my F-Idiot right now. My F-Idiot <laughs> for this week okay. is the J.J. Watt news story and also just NFL yeah. Twitter in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. so first with since we're already talking about the bears i want to start by this was from like a week ago um espn upstate had a tweet that said quote breaking it's been confirmed by sources that deshaun watson would approve trades to the jets dolphins and panthers yeah now here's the deal first of all it doesn't say he wouldn't approve it to other teams such (laughs) as the bears which a lot of bears fans like I get, I can see your frustration because Bears fans read this tweet and were like, "Oh, he's not coming to the Bears." Didn't say that. It yeah. didn't say he would not approve trade or that he would only approve trades to the Jets, Dolphins, and Panthers. It just said he would approve trades to those three teams. Mm-hmm. Additionally, this was written. This this tweet came from ESPN Upstate, which is based in the Carolinas, and the Panthers are one of those three teams mentioned. Just a few weeks before that, there was an article written from a Miami area writer who said that Deshaun Watson would approve trades to the Jets and the Dolphins, right. and he preferred the Dolphins. There's, and I understand that both this source, ESPN Upstate, and the Miami writer, both are verified, both appear to know what they're talking about, but there is a certain level where you have to consider regional bias. And the fact mm-hmm. that when you you are catering to a fan base as a writer in Miami or as the ESPN site and radio station for yep. the Carolina area. Trying to generate clicks. Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah, and it sounds bad, and I'm not trying to discredit their journalism because maybe no, there I, are so- sources that say that. Yep. But as somebody from the outside, all I'm telling you is you have to ask questions, and mm-hmm. you have to, like, all it took for me to do was click on the ESPN Upstate <laughs> tweet. I clicked on their profile, and it said based in the Carolinas, and I was like, that's oh. all I need to know about this tweet. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, yep. So b- educate yourselves. Second of all. Um, that doesn't, that does not go for politics, by the way, only for sports. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> um, of course not. <laughs> uh, the JJ Watt stuff also infuriated me. I already talked about Packers fans, but the Packers fan thing really doesn't bother me. It just bothers me because they're Packers fans. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is if there fair. Were any other, yeah. If <laughs> totally there were any other fair. fan, I wouldn't have really cared. Uh, cause I didn't but, see too much from them, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, they were talking I about wanting to get him. Than you, um, but, but yeah. um, they were fairly reasonable because they're the one guy who tweets a lot about uh, the Packers, Peter Bukowski, who gets a lot of flack. A lot of hey, listen, Bears fans, you, I know you hate the Packers just as much as I do, but give Peter a break, okay? Like you guys are ruthless to him. He's just anyway. <laughs> I, anyway, the J.J. Watt stuff drove me crazy. How? This morning, again, we're recording this on Monday, March 1st. This morning, you have Field Yates, a reliable source, mm-hmm. who's tweeting out, Oh my word, J.J. Watt just updated his Peloton profile <laughs> with the teams he's considering. And the teams he was considering had Green Bay, Cleveland, and Buffalo. Yeah. And all three of those teams were rumored to be teams he would go to because he said he wanted to go to a contender. All of those teams made it far in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. All of those teams still have decent upside for next year in the postseason. It made sense. Um, I think people assume, even though he played in Houston his whole career, I think people assume because he's from Wisconsin he likes to play for a cold-weather team like <laughs> Cleveland, Buffalo, or Green Bay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. But few things. One, I what is a Peloton profile? Like I know what a Peloton is. I don't know. You make a prof. It's a social media. Yeah, thing? it's like a net social media network. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. How lame is that? Yeah. Oh, like I'm gonna go talk to my bike friends, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pedal out all your like ty- instead of typing like <laughs> four backwards yeah, so like, pedals is a B, five is a C. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like trying to like set up a Wii Sports account or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny yeah it probably uh, just connects to like your my fitness pal profile or something i don't know like i'm sure yeah. there's like a phone app version of this but yeah yeah you're uh, like super honey, pretentious yeah. honey today today katie and i are gonna go biking in vegas right. you're biking with who where like <laughs> she goes stalks her peloton profile <laughs> that um, bitch <laughs> yeah um yeah but but so it it said kj watt kj yeah which people were saying well that's because his wife's name is kelia and starts with a k so man people were going deep on this like i know but what irritates me is field yates is reporting this which means that it's like a real thing right Mm. and then jj watt he tweeted out i don't even own a bike which was awesome (laughs) 
then, You'd think somebody would have like checked into that before all this. I know. Right, like <laughs> somebody too tweeted somebody responded and said um somebody I think it was a Browns fan responded and was like it was like um fact fact check true because Peloton is a stationary bike so it's possible he doesn't own a bike but he does own a Peloton still right actually the letters B I K E actually stand for all the cities nearest Cleveland and so he's really painting a picture of like you know like yeah yeah um it's like Da Vinci's code whenever somebody tweets something so i anyway it turns out obviously at the end you're probably already aware of this but JJ Watt is now signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Super randomly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the Cardinals. <laughs> it was kind of random. Oh, yeah. That's funny. But also, I just loved it. Like, yeah. I just loved it because it just calls out, frankly, the BS of so much. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yep. I, I tweeted out my, my favorite gif of the guy from uh, Team America. Uh, puking and i just tweeted out ha 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 with the news the whole thing is just and here's the last thing i want to bring up about this yep i called out our buddy sir yacht (laughs) he had a tweet because he's been on the jj watt train he changed his twitter name to sir watt (laughs) uh but he had he tweeted out he's like guys like this is even after JJ Watts. Like I don't own a Peloton. Sir Yacht after this tweets out that there he tweets out screenshots of an article, of that had a bunch of athletes and their, um, it was like an official Peloton article or something, of athletes and their official Peloton names so you can follow them. I don't know how Peloton again. works, but I'm guessing yeah. you can bike with them. <laughs> Like good luck keeping up with you. You literally <laughs> follow them on Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> but I called him out because I responded, <laughs> and I and the writer of this article's name was Scooter Doll. <laughs> so I said, Super I said, credible. <laughs> I said, and we're considering someone named Scooter Doll a reliable source. <laughs> Do you respond or no? No, he just deleted the tweet. <laughs> it's it, the whole thing of like, I don't even own a bike. And then everybody immediately is just like, yes, you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> come it's on, stupid. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, sounds I, like I something lo- someone with a Peloton would say. Right. I will say NFL Twitter, as infuriating as it can be, it is also super hilarious and fun. You have to be in the I, right mindset for it to be funny. Because if you're not, it's very <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I would argue that NFL Twitter is almost as fun as the NFL itself. Because <laughs> people are it so impassioned be. about their NFL team. Yeah, it can be really funny. So, Meanwhile, NBA Twitter is filled with a bunch of high schoolers. Yeah, NBA Twitter is the worst. Yeah. So. Speaking of, Zach Levine is an all-star. <laughs> there you go. Good transition. <laughs> yeah, uh, so this is a little older news because this was almost a week ago. It was announced. Um, yeah. So when is the all-star game? They're still playing the game and everything, right? I With- think it's coming up this weekend or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I, th- I know it's in Atlanta. Um, Does the all-star game determine home field or home court in NBA? No. It doesn't, right? No. Okay. But Which is, it shouldn't, honestly. Like, I love baseball, I, I, but. Baseball yeah. doesn't do it anymore. Oh, they stopped. Okay. Because they used um, to, obviously. But 
Yeah. I I think I think though I I feel personally the NBA All Star game has become a bigger deal lately of if you make it or not, um, just because the league has become so star studded and each team yeah. can only have twelve players. That's true. So basically, you're seeing the twenty four best players of the league that year, right? Yep. Um, I do think so I like, feel like it's more meaningful than Pro Bowl, honestly, in some ways. Like you well, said, well, yeah, just, because yeah. because pretty much every other All Star game. You have at least a representative from each team, yep. whereas this one, there's only 24 players. There's yep. 30 NBA teams, and some of these teams, like the Nets, have like two or three guys going. Yep. You know, so it's a good point. Yeah. So Zach Levine being included there, he's not a starter, but being included in the top 24 players, um, well deserved. He's had a really good season. Yeah. Um, he has. There's a lot of debate as to whether he should be in or – I'm trying to remember who else. Chris Middleton, uh, Vucevic. Uh, those guys were in contention too. I don't know enough general knowledge about players in the NBA, yeah, but Levine's done – I think Levine is deserving of it. So, mm-hmm. Well, if you use the same criteria for MVP – like which I don't know it's probably different like maybe all-star is more just statistically based not impact on your team based I think it is but if you're looking at MVP type criteria like like as far as how he carries his team Levine's up there with anybody you know yeah he would have to do a lot I'm yeah I'm not saying he'd win there. MVP I'm just saying like if that was at all a criteria used for all-stars like I think if if somehow the second half of the season, if he propelled the Bulls to get to like second place in the East or something, That'd be which would mean, yeah. which would mean they'd have to be better than either the Nets, the Sixers, or the Bucks. Like, it'd be crazy if he was able to do that. Then maybe yeah, he'd, he'd be in the conversation. conversation. Yeah, because the reason I think Embiid should win it at least right now he should be the favorite is similar reason like he the way he carries that team basically yeah. um so yeah well i'm sorry huh. i kind of deviated from our notes and kind of oh no it was good all over the place but yeah we got to cover it all anyway so no that was good one uh, one other bears thing real quick yep and this maybe you can educate me but tom herman was hired to be an offensive assistant for the bears hmm. which a lot of people this one guy tweeted out on this ep- on this year's episode of Too Many Cooks in the Kitchen, because <laughs> it does feel like that. Like, how many yeah. offensive gurus do you feel like you need? And at what point is it too many? But I know nothing about Tom Herman, so maybe you can educate me. I actually would like this a lot for the Bears, if I was a Bears fan. Um, I mean, it's not like he's the offensive coordinator or anything, but I like this for the same reason I like the Lions taking Anthony Lynn as the offensive coordinator. Some, like... Tom Herman has been a big name in college football, very controversial, but more so like his coaching decisions, like not anything off the field kind of thing, but just like a very polarizing coaching figure in college. So you're taking a guy who was had ups and downs, but it was always pretty um, underachieving, and you're let him, letting him take a role on your team that's a downgrade. So like anytime you're doing that, I think – it's a good move because the upside's there. You know, like I said, Anthony Lynn for the Lions, like really questionable as a head coach, made a lot of bad game management decisions. But maybe by taking a guy, letting him take a step back and come onto your team, he's able to stick to what he knows, 
um, kind of work out of his strengths and not have to deal with his own weaknesses. Um, so anyway, all that being said, I don't know a ton about Tom Herman specifically, but at one point he was one of the biggest names when he first went to Texas. He was considered like one of the uh, biggest stars, uh, up and coming head coaches in the country for college mm-hmm. football. And it didn't work out at Texas, obviously. Um, but I mean, that resume and that experience is still there. So, well, the other thing about this that, you know, for the people who are critics of this move, the I'd say the main thing that I'm excited about is just from the 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 point of view of depth, okay? Yeah, right. We have seen – like, if you're a Bears fan, we saw how, like, almost the entire defensive staff, other than Sean Desai, left for other teams. Um, and – there it's just evident this year when you look at other teams too the turnover in the nfl is crazy Mm -hmm. and especially if you do have success um and it wouldn't surprise me if you know basically having depth in coaching is important because if you lose certain people to head coaching positions or other assistant coaching positions elsewhere yeah you have more people than that you can move up into those spots so say for example um say for example the bears um offensive coordinator who i'm drawing a blank on right now let's say the bears have a great year say the bears get russell wilson or deshaun watson they have a like an amazing year and mm-hmm. some team is like oh i'm gonna take the uh, offensive coordinator is it well, laser officially still or i don't know if it is that's why i don't know like i thought laser i don't remember if it is or not well that's another reason why depth is important you just saw a year where he kind of stepped up and took on a bigger role than he originally was going to have so right yeah so so whoever it is though yeah yeah so you can having the depth is important mm-hmm. and maybe that'd be something tom herman can be in the future for the bears I have no idea because I don't know that much about him, but you've given me more excitement than I had originally. So yeah, it's interesting for sure. Yep. Real quick side note before we leave football for good. I just saw this on Twitter. John Gambadaro, who is a longtime afternoon sports radio talk show host on Arizona sports, 98.7 FM Phoenix, Arizona. (laughs) What'd you say like that? (laughs) Phoenix, Arizona. (laughs) Sounded right. (laughs) tweet it out and this will this is going to make you especially very happy just because i know how you feel about these teams the deal jj watt signed with the cardinals was not the most he was offered the cleveland browns and the indianapolis colts each offered more money (laughs) you said take your money and shove it which it that is interesting because objectively those teams are better destinations like the Again. other team was Tennessee. Tennessee offer was similar to Arizona's. Huh, that's interesting too. Like objectively, all of those are better destinations than Arizona. Like Arizona is a worse team, and they're in a tough division. But this goes back again to the whole uh, Wilson Watson thing. Like nobody knows why players prefer a destination over another. Like exactly. he's he's even come out and said, uh, talking about Watt, that he wants to get a ring. Like. Yeah. So then to come out and take Arizona over the rest of those, if the others were also paying more money, who knows? Like, maybe he already has a home in Arizona. Maybe he has friends there. Like, DeAndre it, Hopkins. It literally could be for any reason. So, yeah. um, I mean, there are things 
to consider. Like, if Wilson is on the move, obviously he's going to look at places. The reason, not saying the Bears couldn't get him, but one thing to consider is if he's leaving because he's frustrated that he doesn't have an offensive line, the Bears also don't have an offensive line. Um, But not saying that means it couldn't happen, but there's things like that you can consider. But then at the same time, he could also pick the Bears because of some reason no one has any... like. Like, people have said, like, his wife is a professional singer. Maybe she just likes Chicago for the venues. That, that, sounds, that sounds dumb, but who knows? Like, the big, the maybe. biggest reason <laughs> that people are speculating is that Russell Wilson is very focused on his legacy. And a lot of people have said there's no team yeah, that right. you could, like, establish a better legacy than winning. If you won a Super Bowl. Like, nowhere you'd be more appreciated for that. For Yeah, for the yeah. Bears. And you were – and. Right. Like people people say like the Bears we still worship Mike Ditka and Walter Payton who mm-hmm. you know they won in in like 30 almost 30 wait yeah 35 years ago yeah they won and we still worship them imagine if you win it here like his Russell Wilson if he won a Super Bowl in Chicago he would be getting free meals in Chicago for the rest of his life. He'd have a statue like, outside the stadium, yeah. Oh, he probably will. Like, yeah. that would be – so, anyway. Yeah, but so, yes, again, I, that I all that goes back to, like, that's the craziness of free agency is – And NFL Twitter. Yeah, Arizona can come out of nowhere, and it doesn't yep. make any sense, but that's what he wanted. So, <laughs> yeah, who knows. All right, let's shift gears. Michigan basketball. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I won't say a ton on this because it's no new news, but Michigan <laughs> continues to steamroll everyone they play. Yeah. Um, they go out and beat the brakes off of a top 10 Iowa team. That's two top 10 wins in the last week. Um, Did they, they cover against Iowa, though? Yeah. They Who w- is it they didn't cover against recently? Uh, They won but didn't cover, I thought. Like three or four games ago, they didn't cover against Rutgers because the line was like that's the game I'm thinking of. The line I think was like twelve in that game, and they won by okay. like ten or something. But no, the line against Iowa was I think eight and a half, and they won by like fifteen. So, um, yeah, I mean, continue to be super impressive. Then they beat Indiana a few days ago, which Indiana's hasn't been great, but I mean, a lot of that's due to the Big Ten's a really tough conference. They still are a decent team, uh, but you just go out and take care of business. And uh, yeah, it's just been super impressive what they've done. I continue to just be, I, as a fan, I, I'm really trying to appreciate what's happening now, knowing that anything can happen in the tournament, but it's really hard to not be thinking what could happen. You know, like I want to appreciate what's happening right now, because even if they, Something happens, they lose in the Sweet 16, super disappointing. I would still look back and say, hey, this is a really impressive season. His second year as a head coach, you know? Yep. But, man, it's really hard to not think. <laughs> like, I was just thinking today, the last time a team I was a fan of won a title was the Red Wings in 2008. Yep. I Like, to yep. see Michigan win, like, they've been to two national championships since then and didn't win either one which college basketball is so difficult to win yep i don't man i don't like it it makes me like it's like (laughs) makes me emotional to even think about it being a possibility um so i I don't know i I don't want to get ahead of myself but man it's exciting 
So they, they the way they play the way they've played this year, especially since the Big Ten is so good this year, mm-hmm. it's hard to it's hard to not get yourself in that mindset because you're like yeah. if they're able to they're, and it's not like that they're like treading water in the Big Ten they're right. dominating it right? a really good Big Ten yep yeah dominant yeah dominating one of the best conferences in mm-hmm. college basketball yeah it's yeah it's because if, if they can if they can beat Ohio State which they did obviously and Ohio State was ranked fourth when they beat them mm-hmm. maybe they still even are then you're like okay if they beat the fourth ranked team in a regular season game they probably have just as good a shot to beat Baylor or Gonzaga mm-hmm. in the tournament especially cuz um, those teams are way less proven even than Ohio State is so so yeah yeah i mean i i'm ha- i'd be happy for you I, since i don't really have like college basketball rooting right. interest i'll you probably don't, be like dislike them or anything you know i'll probably yeah. be low key cheering for Michigan yeah with you during and they're the just tournament. so fun to watch and like for our score cast they've made us all a bunch of money because <laughs> <laughs> betting michigan has been super safe bet so but i mean yep. huge game coming up against illinois on tuesday oh yeah so tomorrow at time of recording like yeah you'll be today if you're listening to the episode when it first comes out um which that's i won't say much on this but super weird vibes from illinois on social media like i don't know it's kind of this feel of like they're trying to be our rival and it just kind of comes off weird to me. Like I get if like the big tens have been super competitive, Illinois maybe feels a little frustrated that Michigan had their stoppage and like, I get all that stuff, but Illinois is like, <laughs> like all their stuff on social media, like the muck Michigan, like all that stuff, like the <laughs> stuff, the stuff Ohio state does, which like for the, well, Ohio State, Michigan State, it's like you respect that because that's part of the rivalry, right? But with Illinois, it's kind of like not any disrespect to them because they've had a good season, but it just kind of comes off like weird, you know? Like, Yeah, no, I see what you mean. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, yeah. you're, It's kind of like are, you guys are trying a little too hard, kind of. <laughs> like, And again, I'm not saying that in like a weed – because some Michigan fans will do the arrogant, which is funny too, the arrogant route of like, we don't even know who you are. What are you talking about? But – like I'm not trying to take anything away from Illinois. It's just been funny. Like it's coffee just, Cockburn, right? <laughs> what is that? Is that an no. STD? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just has been a strange. Like I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, going into the season, I couldn't ever have named a single Illinois basketball player. I had no like. If I had to say like Big Ten basketball teams, I like or dislike. A lot of them I dislike, and Illinois. Yeah. I've been like, yeah, I'm fine with Illinois. But now right. this year, it's like they're trying to become like a hated rival it's, it's just very it, strange it's so i hear a lot about illinois basketball just because i live here yeah um and it, it's mainly just because a lot of people are associating this year illinois team with i think it was oh three or oh four when uh, no i think it was oh five when they went to the final four and mm-hmm. they were really good that year uh and that was the team that had darren williams um among other guys and so a d brown i think was the other star on that team so Mm -hmm. i think part of it is their own hunger for success and also kind of the nostalgia of looking back to how great that season was and hoping that you can get that this season um and it's probably frustrating to them when illinois has been as good as they have been to have somebody like michigan who has just been 
lights out because here's even if I was an Illinois fan, mm-hmm. even if I was upset that Michigan had their stoppage, how based on Michigan coming back from their stoppage, I don't know who they were scheduled to play, but I don't know how you can argue. Yeah, like we like we, we missed the like, Illinois game which i yeah I, I get why they're frustrated we missed that game the other games we missed i think were northwestern and penn state like <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, and, and so it, yeah. it's it's crazy it's crazy to me and yeah. if i'm illinois i don't even care about this game tomorrow what i care about is hoping we can match up with michigan in the tournament and right. i want to yeah. like if i'm illinois i want michigan in the tournament that's what mm-hmm. i want and i want like I and if I'm Illinois, I almost hope that they. I would almost hope that Illinois loses to Michigan tomorrow, to give them even more motivation to get to Michigan in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, because Which for college athletes, like that's that actually is a factor more than like an NFL yeah. team or something. So yeah, I mean, and I yeah. know that health was a problem for this game, but you. I mean, it's not surprising to me that Clemson blew out Notre Dame in the playoff right. because Notre Dame beat them in yeah. the regular season. So yeah, anyway. I, I get that. And like the rivalries are what make college sports in general. So fun. And so I, it's not like I don't want the rivalry. Like it gives me a reason to hate Illinois. Like it makes the game tomorrow. As if you needed another reason, right? It's like, it makes <laughs> the games mean that much more cool. Like I'm all for that. It just is kind of out of nowhere to me. Like, yeah, I don't know. It kind of comes off a little bit as like the I think I just tweeted this like the inferiority complex again. Like, and a no disrespect to Illinois, but it, that's the way it kind of comes off as the whole. I made the comparison to like Packers fans who hate Brady. It's like kind of doesn't make sense. Kind of strange. Like kind of because you're not as good as it, it. It almost seems more like that kind of. Which I mean. <laughs> that's fine too like as a lions fan i hate the packers because they've been so much more successful than us but they they also are a division rival obviously but there it's is probably, some of that but you probably find that in all sports too like yeah. i bet that i bet like most almost every team in the 90s felt that way about the bulls and jordan right like yeah. right, right oh man we would have won if jordan wasn't in the league and mm-hmm. and and all this stuff and i'm or sure like you could, bulls fans who hate lebron because he when he was on the heat threatens jordan's or that plus when oh. he was on the heat like stopping d rose and that those teams yeah. you know like yeah yeah are you i feel like you're calling me out <laughs> <laughs> well no like that to, i think that's a legit reason yeah to you know but yeah i don't know it's just interesting because like out of nowhere it's like i couldn't have said a single bad thing about illinois going into the season but now i find myself this year hating them more than michigan state because Michigan State's been so irrelevant, so right. It's just funny how college sports works. So, yeah, yeah. But that's all for that. Um, yeah. Obviously, Speaking, we'll talk more about it because, yeah, yeah. And I know we have a lot of stuff we're talking about, but real quick. Speaking of news, this is real, real quick. Joe Kim Noah officially is retiring, oh, and wow. he also announced that he plans to retire a bull. So I'm assuming that'll be one of your one day yeah. contract things where he is able to on his resume i guess officially retire as a chicago bull so probably bring uh, him I'm out really to one s- of the games and do that at a game and all that too so yeah yeah the thing i i'm a little frustrated by is people are like oh then i can't wait for the bulls to retire number 13 are what are we certain we want to retire like i love joe Q noah i do 
Yeah. And I understand he's a fan favorite. But the only names that are up there in the rafters right now are Johnny Kerr, who played and found and like was the first head coach of the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And uh, who is the other one? Is it Van Leer, who was like the star of the Bulls in like the 70s? Mm-hmm. Then Jordan and Pippen. Like Rodman isn't even up there. Yeah. No one else from the championship era is up there. Like I would want, assume, are you going to retire Rose's number? Like personally, people, I wouldn't. Like people want to, and I'm on the fence with Rose even. Yeah. And I would do Rose before I would Noah. Yeah. It's so yeah. anyway. In, I, in I, general, it's not because I fan. hate any of the players. It's just no, because you've set up a certain precedent with the names you've decided to retire. Yeah. And Especially when you're you, that storied of a franchise, like. And it's the same thing with like any of the hall of fames if you stoop to a certain level now everybody that meets that criteria yep. like for the bulls if you allow noah in what about lou all dang what about ben gordon what about kirk heinrich like yeah guys who are also just equally loved by the fans who were frankly as equally productive yeah it's like, like where you, do you, you stop? open the door to another tier that's like yeah. why i've been so vocal about Saying Philip Rivers shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I, I agree with you. Once Philip Rivers is in the Hall of Fame, Stafford should be in the Hall of Fame. And I don't want I, Stafford to be in the Hall of Fame, but if Philip Rivers say, is, he should be. <laughs> like, I was going to say Stafford at at this point. Stafford yeah. has a shot because he's now on a different team. Don't know what could happen, but at this current point, if he were to retire, right. not a Hall of Famer. Yep. Um, the, Unless the Philip Rivers is like that, I completely agree with you. And it, yeah. I know retiring numbers is different than the Hall of Fame, but in a lot of ways, retiring numbers should be more sacred than the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Philip Rivers made the Hall of Fame just because we know he has a lot of experience with busts, <laughs> multiple busts. <laughs> uh. It might just be the same bust over and over again, actually. <laughs> yeah. Depending right. on what... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Two more quick news topics. One, uh, Blackhawks-Red Wings split their weekend series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Red Wings' first defeat of the Blackhawks this year. I just had to add that note. The Hawks are now 5-1 and one against the Wings this year, yep. which feels really good. And uh, so there's there's some free money for you. Next time Hawks and Wings match up, put some money on the Hawks because uh, Mon- most of the time money line. Yeah, yeah I don't know how I don't know how that works with the goal spread, but yeah, they've covered the ones I've bet. But have they? Okay, yeah. But anyway, Hawk, the biggest is weird. Yeah, the biggest news from that was that Patrick Kane netted his 400th career goal. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't even looked at stats like where that puts him all time or where that puts him all time for american born players but it's just a, a big accomplishment and he's still only like 33 34 so in terms of hockey he could still have several years ahead mm-hmm. of him to play so i mean um, the consensus i've seen is most people saying he's the best american born player ever which i mean yeah. i know there's a lot of other guys like madonna uh, like there's a bunch of other guys you have there um but with his career still ongoing I'd say that's pretty safe, I would assume. so. I'm yeah. going to try to find it now. But, but, yeah, so congratulations to Patrick Kane. And mm-hmm. the last news topic I just wanted to cover is spring training has begun. Yes. How are the Tigers? I don't know what the record is. I know they play Pittsburgh, I think, tonight. 
Um, they won their opener. They against played the earlier Phillies. today against the Yankees. I thought. Did they? Okay. I. I mean, I do not follow. <laughs> you know, like any preseason, like NFL preseasons, the one exception where sometimes I'll watch some of the games, but even that, I won't watch full games. So you're just um, not a real fan. I'm. Yeah, I'm just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't care enough. Clearly. Um. No, I just I find it very difficult to get hyped for. Like even in this year where there's a lot of young guys, new manager, like if there was ever a time to care about preseason, it'd be now, and I still just don't. So, um, I mean, I'll follow some of the storylines and see, like, this player's performing well. Looks like they could be a make the starting lineup, you know, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I won't really care much about results of games. Yeah, for the Cubs, they won today. It was their first game, um, so... I don't think the I don't think the Cubs will lose a game the whole year. So, yeah, it looks that um, way for sure. Yeah, World Series here we come. <laughs> so today, the Tigers did play the Yankees. They lost four to five in seven innings. Are the, all the spring games seven innings? Huh. I, I guess know. that that seems new to me. Unless it's just got shortened for weather or something. Let me see. So tomorrow, so this is on Tuesday, play the Pirates. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That'll be a dub. Should be. <laughs> so, yeah, we so, beat the Phillies 2-10 to 10 in our opener. Then Yankees, we lost by one today. So I found it. So Patrick Kane is currently seventh on the list. Um, Brett Hull is number one at okay. th- 1391 total points and patrick kane is at 1056 Hmm. and patrick kane was born in 88 so that would make him 33 this year so he still has i mean in again in terms of hockey yep he still has several seasons ahead of him i could see him catching that he actually has the he actually has more assists than brett hall does (laughs) oh wow brett Hmm. hall has 741 goals jeez he played for the – who did he retire with? The oh, Stars? He played for a bunch of pla- he places. He played for the Red Wings at one point. He he was on, like, Buffalo, I think. Okay. He's the son of Bobby Hull, who played for the Blackhawks. Hmm. I think he played for the Blues, too. Let's see. Flames, Blues, Stars, Wings, and Coyotes. <laughs> Who's the other uh, – so there's Madonna – I'd already mentioned. I think he played for the Red Wings at one point. Uh, Did he? I thought he was. He was stars for forever, but he went to the Red Wings for like a season or two. Um, Oh, Chris Chelios. He's the other guy I was thinking of. Um, Mm. And he was from Chicago. He played for. Did he play for the Blackhawks or he was just from Chicago? He did play for the Blackhawks. Because he played for the Red Wings, too. Um, Yeah, Chelios is uh, is 11th on the list. Okay. So he's already passed. Yeah, Chelios. There's actually a few Blackhawks on here because there is there is Chelios, Patrick Kane, Jeremy Roenick is fourth on the list. Oh wow. I wouldn't have yeah. Thought of him. And then why does the name Tony Amonte sticking out to me? Tony Monte. The name's sticking out to me for some reason. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, well, Jeremy Ronick. now we're kind of down our own little rabbit trail here, and I know it's been a long episode, listeners, uh, and especially for you, Bernie R. So let's go <laughs> ahead and take a quick break. All right. Uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and do the points bet, uh, Reed, if that works for you. As uh, Yeah, as long as Let you don't do uh, fudge it up, as <laughs> Ralphie might say. Like I do a lot of other weeks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, listeners, it's time in the show when we want to tell you about our points sponsor. <laughs> our sponsor, Points Bet. Um, we are brought to you by... Whoa. <laughs> I don't need to read that part. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the Shoot Your Shot Scorecast. <laughs> this is DadBot Central. I need, <laughs> I need to type up like a separate read just for points bet reads on FN Podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, listeners. So we're brought to you and partnered. <laughs> wow. All right, listeners. <laughs> Thrive Fantasy, the latest <laughs> player prop <laughs> Go to Fanatics to buy our g- Just And don't forget the Shoot Your Shot sports, sports <laughs> store. Brought to you by Hotmail. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> DraftKings. No. <laughs> FanDuel is the best. <laughs> okay, listeners. Well, we are brought to you by PointsBet. Uh, you've heard us talk before about the picks we make and our other show, the shoot your shot scorecast. Uh, but points bet is where we make all of our, uh, jeez, dude. I didn't even do anything. That I know. Time. I'm just struggling. <laughs> all right. Detroit sucks. <laughs> this Detroit is brutal. <laughs> all right, listeners. We wanted to take a second here to talk to you about points bet. Uh, we are partnered with them. That's where myself and Furious George, we make all of our picks. If you listen to our other show, the Shoot Your Shot Scorecast, that's where we find all of our lines and play all of our games. Uh, it is our sports book that we use. It's America's fastest online bookmaker. Right now, if you sign up and use our promo code FRUSTRATE, that's all one word, F-R-U-S-T-R-A-T-E, if you use that promo code at sign up, PointsBet will match you up to $250 on your first deposit. Must be 21 years or older. At the moment, we're only available in Illinois, New Jersey, and Iowa using our promo. Um, so, yeah. You suck, you duckass. <laughs> All right, we're back from our break. Um, I'm sorry for the uh, ridiculous advertising that's going on lately <laughs> on the show. um completely unprofessional yeah and with that it's time for uf an idiot (laughs) (laughs) appropriate yeah well you already Uh, did yours yeah yep on the jj watt nfl twitter um but i'm really curious to hear yours because yours deals with um yeah just i i i was gonna say i like this guy which i don't think is the right answer but he's an interesting character so why don't you tell me about it yeah. Well, now I just thought I mentioned this episode is brought to you by Peloton. I forgot to read that during the promo. Oh. Um, of course, yeah. One of our best. You sponsors. can follow your favorite athletes on Peloton, <laughs> literally, and you can uh, yeah. keep you can keep up with all of the news that is not real. Yeah. Update your bio with anything you want, really. Yep. Um, all right. So my effing idiot is speaking of former <laughs> Red Wings players, Todd Bertuzzi, uh, famously known for paralyzing somebody <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, just, that's all you need to say <laughs> yeah not gonna sugarcoat it just <laughs> <laughs> 
for almost killing a man. Um, but yeah, like one of the most notorious cheap shots in really all of sports, honestly. But uh, correct me if I'm, he was not on the Red Wings when that happened, right? No, he was with Vancouver. I think, okay, that happened, that's right. So. Yeah, he, he went to the Red Wings after, so. Yeah. We, but that was Red... part of the Red Wings avalanche rivalry because he was... Right. Uh, yeah, how did that it, it related kind of to that. I mean the Red Wings and Avalanche had a rivalry already, but I think there was an issue maybe no, that maybe that contributed to it yeah. when he went to the Red Wings. Yeah. So oh, cuz that was an Avalanche player. So yeah, maybe they just didn't like him and then that led into yeah, I don't know. Was he was he a goon? Was that his only thing really? Or I mean that that's just... what the reputation he had. Like he wasn't I mean, he when we also had a guy like Lidstrom, who was like a Hall of Fame, elite, skilled defensive player, he was definitely more of that, just like, you know, rotational guy would come in and fight and, you know, yeah. He, he had that reputation as a goon. I don't, it's hard to remember because I don't remember watching him play. You just you're not sure you're coding stuff and you're like, yeah, he, he wasn't really a goon, but he came <laughs> but in and But kind of was, people. but not always. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I, I don't really remember watching him play super. Like I don't remember his play style standing out. Um, I remember him in NHL hits 2002. Bertuzzi, <laughs> Lindstrom, checking ability all the way to 99, <laughs> right? Uh, but only if checking from behind. Yeah. Um. So Force. anyway, yeah, one of the best games ever. Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of getting hit from behind, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell me about getting it. Slammed in the box, <laughs> uh, getting first. poke checked by secretary. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Todd Bertuzzi's back in Detroit news, and it's because he was just arrested. Uh, I think a couple days ago now for DUI in Detroit. Saw that um, coming. So, did you? <laughs> I just the way you were bringing that up, like okay. he's back in Detroit. The way you were setting it up, I was like, "This is gonna be a DUI." You figured it was situation. that one, yeah. Either that or like a bar fight kind of thing. <laughs> Paralyzes someone in a bar. Fight. <laughs> it's just like it's just a, like anytime somebody gets a DUI. I mean, sorry, you're an idiot. <laughs> like just, you're yeah. just be responsible, be an adult. But when somebody who, who has been a former professional athlete. Uh, obviously made a ton of money, super recognizable. When somebody like that ends up in this situation, it's just pathetic, honestly. Like, Johnny Damon. <laughs> and he's not the first. He won't be the last uh, professional sports figure to be in this situation. I mean, he'll probably be hired as the the tie, or the the White Sox next general manager. But um, yeah, just yeah. not a good look for him. It was one of the, it was one of those things where it's like. Oh, I almost forgot about him, and that's not a way you want to be reminded. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. You're this week's effing idiot. Awesome. Well, let's get right. into some effing hypotheticals. So, right. I have not even read these. You wrote all these this week. So, what's the first one? <laughs> all right. So, this one, I'll try to see how serious I should start with. Let's start with a lighter one. Um, right. So, with, with baseball being back. Just because we've never been to a baseball game together, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're at a baseball game, would you rather go the entire baseball game with no concessions or bathroom breaks, or would you get up to get one of those things and risk missing part of the game? This is... 
it's frustrating to answer this question because when I normally go to a baseball game, usually I get everything I'm wanting to eat and drink before the game starts. So it's right. like the loophole in, in this. Right. Same. Which is kind of unfair. I'm just saying, like, if you have to have the choice, go there and not get any cons- – like, it's kind of creating a situation where obviously yeah. you would get it before, like you said. But if you had to do one of these two, which is yeah. the worst one. I would, ra- I would rather just go the entire baseball game um, mm. because also, like, you could say, well, what about bathroom breaks? Well, if I'm not ordering any concessions or drinks, I'm probably not going to have to go to the bathroom, at least until the end of the game. True. Um, and even if I did, I feel like – it, it's one thing to wait in line for concessions. It's another thing to run to the bathroom because mm-hmm. a lot of those bathrooms are so big that even if you have to wait in line, especially for the men's room, it doesn't take that long to get yeah you know your turn. So that's true. Yep. Anyway, I would I would always even if it's the most boring baseball game, I would always rather choose watching the game simply because I paid for the ticket for the game. Like yep. the concessions are extra. The game is always first. I'm going to miss the game I paid for so I can go pay for something else. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go buy a cheap hot dog and a cheap <laughs> beer. Right. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go spend $10 on a Miller Lite when I could have. <laughs> when I could <laughs> While buy While I'm s- missing one inning of the game I also paid for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I could. I, I, or I could buy. Yeah. Because you can buy like. 10 Miller Lights for $10. <laughs> and if you do but, that at a store, you still feel like you're getting ripped off. <laughs> right. But, but <laughs> at the at the stadium, it's $10 for a single Miller Light. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. People are different. And that goes for any sports for, game, too. Yeah. It goes for any game. NBA, baseball, anything. Yep. Baseball is honestly the hardest one because that's the one that I most associate specific concessions with. Right. And I most enjoy. Um, one because the, the other ones aren't even a question. Like, there's no way I'm going to miss part of an NFL game to go get concessions. Oh, you know, yeah. so well, yeah, baseball is the only one where it's because even a, NHL yeah. there's like no play stoppages other than right. period breaks. Yep. And if you leave to do a concession or bathroom break and come back, you could leave at like the start of the second period and be back, and there's only like ten minutes left in the period. <laughs> You're like, you miss half a period of action. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. So, yep, I agree. This is the only one where it's even debatable, but yeah. I agree with your answer. And so. hopefully, this was news that Wrigley Field said that the and Guaranteed Rate Field said they're hoping to have games or fans at some of the games starting opening day. So wow. maybe we can go to a game. We um, should, because I've never been to Wrigley. That'd be fun. I've never been to Comerica, and I know the Cubs play at Comerica this year. Oh wow! You know, it'd be fun, and we've kind of talked about this before. We go up to Detroit on one of the, like when the cubs are there um i would and love then that. you know like we go up on a friday before we go get detroit style pizza i take oh, you to like yeah the, <laughs> the best like detroit places that i know of and then that next day we go to the game and then come That'd back be so fun you know yeah. that would be fun all right next question this is more serious uh we question, won't spend can a- i can i write that trip off on my tax return because it's for our <laughs> business which is this podcast <laughs> or for charity <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um all right so rank these we won't spend time like you don't have to spend time breaking all these down but in terms of how meaningful these are to you personally rank these championships nfl nba nhl mlb 
and then college football and basketball. So obviously college basketball, you don't really have a team right now. So let's assume that's last, right? Um, so all the mate, like as far as which one would be the most meaningful to you, rank the championships. So this is a little hard just because I've wit- I've witnessed two of these. I've been alive for three, witnessed mm-hmm. two of these for my teams. Okay. Uh, obviously the two I'm referring to are the Cubs World Series and the Blackhawks Stanley Cups. Yep. Um, for me, it, it, 100% would be the Super Bowl. Yeah. It would be number one. Same. Um, so that's, that's a no-brainer. But after that, I think, is where it gets a little tougher. I think for me, it would go Super Bowl, World Series. Super Bowl, World Series, national title for NCAA football, probably. Now that I'm a big Notre Dame fan. Then... After that would be Stanley Cup, NBA championship, and then college basketball. And honestly, okay. college basketball may change too if I find a team that find. I can be passionate for. So For sure. Yeah, the reason I thought of this is because I was thinking how great it would be if Michigan won a title. But then I thought, not that it makes it not as important, but it still is a little less meaningful than like if the, obviously than if the Lions won a Super Bowl or something. So, right. um uh, it's got to be NFL for me. I will say I'm gonna put and I'm gonna put college football last right now because I have officially stepped away as a Michigan fan. So uh-huh. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Maybe if I find a team to support. <laughs> um, but there was a point when I was a big Michigan fan that college football would have been first. Like pretty much yeah. my whole life as a fan, that would have been the biggest. So I'm gonna go NFL. Then I'm going to go World Series, same as you. Um, then this has changed, but right now I'd say college basketball. Not just because that's the most realistic, but mm-hmm. because college basketball is so difficult to win, and because I've been super invested in the season this year, betting on the games. Like that would just be super meaningful. Obviously, then after college basketball, I'm going to go um, NHL, NBA. So we're pretty similar on these. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Actually- All right. Actually, yep. our, ours is the exact same. Just we have football, college football, and college basketball switched Basically around. Switched, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah NFL just, is by far and away number one. Like I'd say, NFL's first, and there's a big gap till two. Oh. I don't know how big my gap is between NFL and MLB. It it it's obviously first in my mind, but I wouldn't yeah. say it's like this huge chasm between the Super Bowl and the World Series. But yeah, that's fair. Cause like when the Tigers were, had their runs and they went to the Super Bowl or to, to the Super Bowl, to the I, World I've Series. Had the runs. <laughs> yeah. Running runs in a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There, it, something about like a deep postseason run in baseball is super special. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. What would your average stat line be if you played on the 1949 to 50 NBA team? which was the first year of the NBA. I put a YouTube video there. Like later on, if you have time, you should check it out. But I'm sure you've seen the old highlights of like the black and white back when they did the underhanded free throws. Uh, You know, the game was obviously completely different, but what would your stat line be? Like be, I mean, it's a whole different style of play. I'm not saying that these guys were all terrible, but, 
I mean, watching the highlights, they all are pretty terrible. <laughs> they're they're kind of trash. So, what what kind of realistic stat line do you think you could be putting up if you played? Um, hold on, I'm gonna try to look this up. All right, I, it's like an I old think... black and white YouTube video. Yeah, I mean, they make crazy like the shots they make pretty regularly are now considered like if like you sent me a 30 minute video this is i think it's like a it's like a full game (laughs) no it's but like the shots they make they'll make like underhanded reverse layup type shots that are like now considered really crazy shots but then they can't make simple jumpers so the game's just so different then um (laughs) (laughs) i've watched like a decent amount of that video actually (laughs) But guys are it actually is interesting. But guys are like airballing mid range jumpers and then they'll go out and hit like a spin around underhand shot. I just watched like four missed shots in a row. Anyway. The way they uh, shoot too, like they're flicking the ball up. It's just yeah, very bizarre. Um so this is me this is me today or me if I lived then on the team. Today. Like right now, say, okay, you have a full off season to prepare to play. In that league. Oh, really? Yep. Like starting now when we had, like starting now, I could like starting October. Starting now, as of recording, we're gonna say, all right, this coming October, the that nineteen forty nine league is gonna be time traveled to the future, and you are gonna be thing, playing in that league. My main thing is just my overall athleticism, since I'm grossly yeah. overweight. We'll give um, you some time to like practice and stuff, because even me personally, like now that I'm an adult. It's been like you just don't play basketball as much as you do when you're in high school and college. So, yeah, I think that the thing is, is I don't even know what the average scores were back then, but I'm going to guess it's probably like a 70 to 65 kind of. I was going to say like 32 to 10 (laughs) final score. So I'm going to go. So I'm going to go with I'm going to be like the highest scoring player on the team i'm gonna be averaging like 12.5 points a game (laughs) and i'm gonna be averaging um i'm gonna be averaging we're gonna go four assists a game and um averaging eight rebounds nice and one steal okay and two blocks i like that per game so 12 points <laughs> 12 points four assists. rebounds four assists a steal two. and two blocks yeah that's yeah so just knowing myself and the way i play plus also like back then all these guys are so much thinner and smaller like than current nba players yeah i'm kind of thinking the same thing like i'm just not gonna score a ton um yeah. i'm probably gonna go like yeah like 11 10 11 points average i'm gonna go like three assists because my teammates all suck <laughs> like i'll be throwing dimes and they'll just be airballing <laughs> so i'll get a few assists but i'm gonna say i'm an average like 16 rebounds and five blocks a game <laughs> 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 these dudes are garbage <laughs> it's actually it's not surprising at all to watch that and then see <laughs> how bill russell was able to dominate the league <laughs> yeah like, I, right obviously a like, hundred points like i'd have that by halftime dude <laughs> <laughs> no 
no, it, it does make me think like I wonder like put James Harden in that league like it'd just oh, be um, just imagine he'd put up 150 points a game oh my word <laughs> it is just so well maybe not because how... they didn't have three point line yeah yeah it's just funny how sports <laughs> evolve and change where it's like oh yeah. man I can't even I'm trying to just even picture this right like <laughs> picture any like even take the worst player in the league right now yeah and put him then yeah, he'd be a consi- – he'd – I mean – Kobe Bryant now would be the best player in the league yeah. back then. Well, even like the – like you don't want to take anything away from those players. Oh, Kobe Bryant now. <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> Jeez. You were, just, you were just nodding along. I just – I was like, yeah, yeah, he would, yeah. <laughs> that took me a second. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It it makes but, me wonder too, like how different is the sport gonna look in another fifty years? You know. But seriously, like you look at the NBA, then you have a bunch of malnourished white dudes out there, and then all of a sudden, seven foot Wilt Chamberlain comes in. Like, yeah. no wonder he dominated. Yeah, like, like I don't want to say he wasn't good, but oh it, no, he clearly it, was. He good, was clearly but, good, but maybe you shouldn't be allowed to be the goat if that's your competition. <laughs> so. Like nobody says he's the goat, but he's considered yeah, yeah, like yeah. one of the five greatest NBA players. I'd assume he's probably in everyone's top five, right? It's um, all point of perspective because yeah. Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain absolutely dominated their era of the yeah. NBA. Jordan dominated his era. LeBron's dominated his era. Like Abdul Jabbar, Mad. Mm-hmm. Like you can go on and on. It's all about eras, really, and yep. that's. Anyway, which we've uh, kind of come to that conclusion anytime we have the debate, which I, I think is the right. Way also, to look have at you ever it, so. watched like old highlights of Doctor J? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's like it's Doctor J's crazy because you watch them and you're like now you're kind of like oh okay, but then when you realize he's like the first person mm-hmm. dunking like this, you're like, how crazy Whoa. it would have been to them, yeah. Oh yeah, it been insane. <laughs> oh. All right, our last question is by far the most serious. The most consequential, the one I want you to get the most, the most thought to, and that is, which pro sports mascot is the sexiest? Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm going to stay away from animal mascots. Come on, (laughs) with your track record. Yeah, what's the name of the Denver Broncos? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Mascot. Um, Grandpa Maine. It could be any sport, any professional sport. Or college, I guess. College. Yeah, I know. I was was wondering if Notre Dame's ever had a lady leprechaun. Lady leprechaun. (laughs) Probably do like the lady leprechauns basketball team or something. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I I don't know. Hmm. I think my first thought. Is, I don't know why, but my first thought was, um, Mr. Met. <laughs> <laughs> Literally or, has Mister in his name. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's kind of suspect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or it was whatever the Reds mascot is, 
but that one has oh, a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Even it's better. basically the same as the Mets one. It just has a mustache. Um, huh. I mean, you can go classic ones like Philly Fanatic is classic. It's like, what is it? It definitely knows how to suck. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, but or like uh, uh gritty, gritty. The, yeah, both know. Philly mascots. Yeah, um, but I, I, I don't honestly know the mascot game well enough. Um, hmm. uh, so I'm just gonna go with Mr. Met because I, <laughs> I really I like don't that. know. And it, and this question is not Mary F. Kill, just so everyone knows. This is just <laughs> which is the most sexiest, okay? So I right. could come up here and say Hugh Jackman is the sexiest actor in Hollywood. Right. And that does not You're, You make... don't have to act on it. Right. Or just... Yes. And it's purely hypothetical. So you, so. you didn't need to bring in that his he has Mr. in the name, because that's the whole <laughs> that, point. That's, okay? that's true. Yeah. My apologies. You're right. <laughs> I was out of line. <laughs> don't try to make it something it's not, okay? <laughs> Mine is going to be, I thought of a few options, but I thought of this one actually while we were talking. Go ahead and search uh, Stanford Cardinal mascot. So this is Stanford. When you start, go ahead and search. (laughs) This is Stanford. That concerns uh, me. (laughs) Stanford's mascot. Stanford Cardinal. It's called Stanford Tree. What the heck? (laughs) This thing? Yeah. Well, there's pl- tons of different versions of him. But yeah, just like look at all the pictures. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> Doesn't it look like a like a, like a elementary Kindergarten school art school project? project. Yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of construction paper stuck together. Looks like um, a veggie tail. Yeah, there's so many the one i love the reason i love this one is because like every time the mascot's out it looks different like there's like a hundred different variations of that mascot so how in the world does that make it sexy i don't know it's just hot it's always turned me on all right whatever you say (laughs) let me see what those lips do tree (laughs) yeah stanford cardinal there's my guy yep classic um, oh, I also had. Oh, I want to look up this old one. Um, do you want to see the Chicago Cubs old mascot? <laughs> sure. It's, I might have amazing. seen it before. I can't remember. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> That's from the early 1900s. It has that old creepy doll kind of look to it. Oh, like yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, huh. now it's Clark the Cub. Yep. Which I, that's, yeah, I like friendly. that Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> or Paws the Tiger. Pretty sexy. I haven't seen what Paws looks like. Let's see. All right. Let's do this. Mary F. Kill. Okay. Pause the tiger. <laughs> All right. Frost Tony the tiger. Mm, okay. Or Tigger. <sighs> That's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry Pause just because of all the good memories. Um, 
Yeah, I, th- I feel like we'd have a strong connection there. Yeah. I'm going to... Huh. <laughs> I something really inappropriate. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh... frost those flakes. <laughs> It wasn't that, even... but similar. <laughs> I'm going to kill Tony the Tiger, actually. Okay. Um, so, an F Tigger. You're going to let Tigger bounce on yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> that bounce is uh, <laughs> a little provocative. Get some real air there. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I was going to I was gonna say I would marry paws based on just those pictures like he looks like mm-hmm. he'd be a great hugger you know like yeah, welcoming yeah. me home from a hard day at work a big soft tiger hug what's the matter with you we're getting weird again from a fluffy tiger okay and then i reach around and grasp his tail <laughs> i feel the warmth. you are adding so much to my story right now okay okay sorry 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 then i would kill tigger okay because I couldn't, I could not stand to deal with the the wonderful thing about Tigger's. Tigger's a wonderful yeah, thing. It is pretty annoying. Yeah. And I would f Tony the Tiger because <laughs> if there's anything I know, I know that the sex would be great. <laughs> nice. I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. How how was that, Kyle? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> And what a, I couldn't think of a more appropriate way to end. You want to lick the spoon? <laughs> Part of this nutritious breakfast. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> there's never a good transition from these. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. Um, well, let's end with our silver lining. You can go for it. I made $40 today tutoring a kid. Nice. That's it. <laughs> That's the whole story. <laughs> yeah. That's a great story. Thank um, you. It was a great <laughs> story. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really have anything. Um, I don't know. I mean, Michigan basketball just continued to be the silver lining. But I don't want that to be it because we've already talked about that. Um, yeah, nothing. Yeah, just thankful for our listeners and for uh, Tony the Tiger, Ber- Bernier, and Tony the Tiger, <laughs> Bernier, um, Bernier, Bernier at hotmail dot com. <laughs> oh, it just so listeners know. Yeah, we did. There are some numbers that we left out, so that's not his actual email. Oh, so just, now you're inviting them to guess. Good job. Way to the go. numbers are between. <laughs> just so nobody thinks it's like, why would you give out his email? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not signing up for that promotion. You're just giving out their email, <laughs> right? And roasting it for <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, sign up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Link that'll is be in the episode description. That'll be my silver lining. Like, it's cool where we've got this uh, this promo. Happy for Bernie Air. <laughs> um, I pro- I wish I knew how to actually pronounce it. Is that so like when I so when I'm trying to be like, serious, it doesn't like come off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, happy for him and just yeah, cool promotion we're doing. So that'll be my two for one promo and silver lining.
Well, that is what we're frustrated about today. What about you? Share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FM Podcast on social media or frustration agent at shootyourshotsports.com. Go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. If you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, stop laughing. I just be sure saw to look you look for be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday everywhere you can get podcasts, and be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do, or you just enjoy hearing us gab, enjoy supporting the show on Patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo tip jar for a one-time donation. Every little bit helps. Even one dollar, which is one thirty-one millionth of JJ Watt's contract with Arizona makes a big difference for us we appreciate the support now get out there and frustrate the great uh, when i saw that you had added that i was just trying not to laugh but i can't help it. i i know I, I figured that was what it was but it was making me laugh so classic secretariat